0: How are you also staying here, and now, with everything we have going on? Uh, we don't get to just jump to the future, right? So yeah. how do you do that, and how do you handle the emotional component?
1: Do you notice that his ears perk up like a little rabbit? Mm-hmm. Charlie's here today. Which I'm very excited about. <laughs> so if you hear the heavy ringing, hi but you heard me talk about you. Um, Charlie is your bear uh-huh. and our um, wonderful furry team member.
0: Yes. Uh, we also
1: always have Indiana here, uh, who's currently licking the floor right now. Yeah, we don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they're in the moment. Yes. Kind of along the lines of today's topic on stories, success, and stuff, which is mindfulness. In the workplace, mindfulness in your life, mindfulness all around. Help me know where you came up with this brilliant topic.
0: Oh, actually, it came from someone mm-hmm. when I was talking about, oh, I co host this podcast and yeah. we talk about realistic paths to success and happy living. And they said, How do you have you guys tackled finding ways to be satisfied with the present? while also having ambition for a different future. And I was like, dang, brah, that's a good, <laughs> that's a legit topic <laughs> because that is a tough harmony yeah. to find. We can, I, I can, I'll speak for me, I can often get caught being too fu- too future focused uh-huh. and then I feel dissatisfied with my present, uh-huh. which is not helpful in any way. No. Or I can be okay and content with, my present, and not really working towards the future I want. Mm-hmm. So living in mindfulness of both of those simultaneously is not something I have nailed, but a topic I was like, yeah, let's definitely talk about that for yeah. sure. So someone else handed handed the topic over for, oh. for us to discuss. It was a request. <laughs>
1: Thank you for the topic idea.
0: Um, I
1: think that w- whenever I think about Mind being mindful of where you are now, I'm terrible at it too. <laughs> awful at it. uh, it is sometimes some of the friction that I have in my relationship where Ooh, yeah. you know the question is why aren't you happy with what's in front of you? It's like I am, but i yeah. i I haven't had the opportunity to quote an amazing Broadway musical that some of you may or may not know that I love, but I am obsessed with Hamilton, oh uh Hamilton is a fantastic uh production. Um Lin-Manuel Miranda and the cast and the crew and the producers bless their hearts they're ingenious, especially for when it came out and what we needed at the time. He wrote a song that Angela Schuyler sang. Do you know which one? Angelica Schuyler sang. Do you know which song I'm talking about? I think so. Satisfied. Yeah. Great, great, great song. You know, she talks about how um, Angelica is a uh, a socialite, like the definition of New York socialite class. She's the oldest in her family. Mm-hmm. Her family had no sons. And so she has the pressure of social climbing. She didn't even want to talk to Hamilton because he had no wealth. He had no money. And somebody else even approached the money subject, which was Aaron Burr. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Burr was just like, I'm a trust fund baby. You can trust me. <laughs> Great line. Um, so, there's a a, a a lyric and it caught my attention even during the actual show. Yeah. That and I had heard it for the first time where Hamilton tells Angelica Schuyler, "You strike me as a woman that never seems to be satisfied," and she just went, "What do you mean?" And he's like, "I'm never satisfied. I'm always looking at an ambition." And I think ambition and satisfaction and being mindful in the present. Um, It's part of the reason why business owners are sociopaths, in my honest opinion, is because we're willing to climb the highs, but we're always so willing to accept Mm. the lows when they come. Mm. Um, These are things that are just very common, like it happens. And so I think that's a really great segue into the conversation or when we were talking about what this topic was going to be. Um, that, and then also some of the plans that we have at Sierra are kind of a great conversation about how do you stay present in what we're currently working on right now, mm-hmm. but also look towards the future in a very optimistic way.
0: Yeah, which we're in the midst of doing our strategic planning for 2024. So as a business owner that has, I mean, we're nine years in now, right? Mm-hmm. You're nine years in. I'm, I'm here now, but yeah. I haven't been part of the whole journey, of course. So you've come a long way. You've done a lot of the highs and lows, Mm -hmm. (laughs) a lot of the the roller coaster that goes with running a business, and you're looking to our next year and what that is going to entail, and you're creating plans for it. How are you also staying here and now with everything we have going on? Uh, Because we don't get to just jump to the future, right? So how do you do that and how do you handle the emotional component? That comes with being a business owner that has to hold the vision. You're a CEO. Big part of being a CEO is visioning and holding a big picture vision while also managing day to day. Those are separate skills entirely. How do you do that? It's very hard.
1: I look at the classic example of you take a little day by day and work with me while I go through kind of an operational mindset that sometimes turns on as a CEO and mine operates in a way where I work backwards okay what's the big vision Sierra? to be the top agency in New Mexico and the Southwest and Um, then the world (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't ready for that thunderstruck homie but I mean it, right? Like when and what's our measurement of that success? It's the book of lists. When it's time for us to be on the list, we want to be number one on it. Right now, we're number two.
0: Awesome. And up from number ten in a year, though. Yeah, yeah that's pretty badass. I was like, that's more impressive, I think, than being at number. It's like that's a that was a big climb. That was a very big climb. Just so gonna throw it out there. Um, and a lot of that success is the team following my vision. Mm.
1: Um, so. I appreciate that visioning work. I appreciate them giving me the opportunity to fail at that visioning work, which Mm. it hasn't always gone to plan. (laughs) Uh, It definitely hasn't. It never does. And so, uh, so uh, where my operational mindset comes in, I set that goal. And then somebody incredible had taught me that, you know, look at your lagging and leading indicators to help you see where you're going. So I wrote the playbook, right. And how I measure that playbook. I, I measure it by net operating gross sales, um, net profit. I also look at, uh, hiring. I also look at turnover. I also look at, uh, cost per labor mm. and I get into the weeds of it, not only cause I enjoy it, but that's those leading and lagging indicators for me to realize like, what am I doing to help the company be successful? Mm. But what am I also helping the team realize from a micro focus lens? Like one of the things that we used to do that I hope to bring back is Here's the big picture. What's your pieces to the pie? And when people feel their individual goals and how the individual goals work towards the team goals, that really helps us understand where we are in the future. But it goes back to the question of how do you balance, like, what's in the now? Yeah. Um, One thing that you don't know yet and the rest of the team doesn't know yet.
0: (laughs) and You heard it here first.
1: (laughs) Is that we're not going to get aggressive with it this year. Yeah. We don't need to. That is what can kill so growth is a very it's a very delicate balance. It's like Mm. ballet. If you fuck if you fuck up your ankles, like you're screwed, right? And I don't want to fuck up the core of the company. So I'm leaving it very stable for next year.
0: Yeah. You've mentioned that.
1: Yeah, okay Yeah, we're
0: all ready for that. Yeah, Yeah,
1: yeah. And but that also puts a potential lull because you're like, Well, what are we kind of working towards? It's it's the wave we have to kind of write out right now because yes. the economy is so volatile. Yeah. I mean, when you walked like I was talking about small business Saturday and I was talking to another business owner, the owner of gray school, great small business here in Albuquerque, big funko popper. And he's like, we don't have as much expendable income anymore out in the world. Yep. And he sees that from his sales trends. I get it. And I see that where companies don't have that expendable income like they used to. And marketing, the, the best types of clients are, for us are the ones that see that marketing is essential. Essential. Yeah. So when, when we look at those clients, that's how we focus on the now. And it's those wins. It's those micro wins. It's those big wins. It's the little wins. That helps us going and enjoy in the moment, mm-hmm. I think. yeah. And then I also, operationally... I have a very robust chart (laughs) that tells me how we're doing. How's our sales going? How's our leads going? How's our proposals going? Are we progressing forward on our sales goals for the quarter? Are we looking good for our, um, are we looking great? You know, Mm -hmm. those now moments are like the little crumbs Mm -hmm. that eventually lead into a bigger pile of breadcrumbs. And breadcrumbs on a cake
0: are delicious. So there you go. I assume those will be <laughs> gluten free and vegan <laughs> yeah, for just and I to also enjoy them. <laughs> okay, great. Don't exactly. be, don't be leaving us out here. Yeah, those yeah. crumbs. I appreciate that. And it actually the the year ahead as you as you share, which is not going to be defined by leaps and bounds and big growth, but really scaling in a smaller in a smaller way, in a responsible responsible way. Uh-huh. That's where I'm at in my own personal life as well. And it's been something I've really been struggling with, especially over the last probably two months, where I've been used to like huge shifts in life. Yeah. And like I'm moving or I'm taking on a totally new adventure or whatever. I've had like these really big noticeable changes going on, which was part of of the journey at the time. Mm -hmm. And last fall I set out – to work on security and stability. Mm -hmm. Not sexy goals at all. And what my good friend calls sticking power. He's like, Jace, you're so good at starting over, at taking big risks. You're really good at following your heart and all of that. What you're not particularly skilled at is sticking with stuff when it's no longer exciting, when there's not a good story to tell along with it, when the the romance from it is gone, if you will. He go, he's like, you don't have great sticking power. And for me, I'm always like, okay, I already have these skills. Let me bring on a new one. And so I this last year I focused on sticking power and building outer stability. Mm-hmm. Where I've worked really hard on my inner stability, which is fantastic, and I'm so glad that I did. Yeah. But my outer life didn't represent that. Yeah. And so last year I went, okay, let's have the outside match the inside. Yeah. And then I've gone through, I don't know how many, like, beginnings of an existential crisis over the last couple of months because i'm like oh my gosh nothing cool is happening in my life i'm not striving towards anything like what am i actually doing with myself and this isn't the life that i thought i was going to be living and just going through this emotional upheaval and i've been fortunate to have my team aware of the goals i set out and they go whoa 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 whoa, whoa. time out time out time out. what was your goal this year but they're like hey you set out for stability and security Are you on track? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I am on track with those things. And they're not sexy. And they're not going to be my big epic adventure stories, right? But they're building a foundation that then I can take the leap from, right? And that that for me – my biggest fear is stagnation. Yeah. I am terrified of a mediocre life.
1: Bomb just dropped in my head.
0: (laughs) So, like, there's nothing – Spectacular about my life right now. And I have a hard time with that until I'm reminded, oh yeah, it's what I set out to do. I,
1: I find it very fascinating that you see stagnation as it has this like somber tone with you, which I think is very fascinating.
0: And it's, to- and it's shifted.
1: It shouldn't be somber at all.
0: Well, okay, so <laughs> judgment-free zone. My greatest fear in life, and I don't know what happens later, but my fear is that I I think this is my my thoughts on existence in a nutshell, okay? That up in the energy, ether, universe, whatever, before we're embodied, we have lessons we want to learn. We have a growth that we're trying to do, or and for what? I don't know. Maybe because it's neat. Maybe nirvana. I don't know. And so that we choose a life that will best give us the opportunity to learn the things that we want to learn as like a, a, a limitless being mm-hmm. right like a school like we're like oh I'm gonna go to this trade school so I come out with these skills okay so I came to the trade school of Jace Downey to learn the specific things and my fear is that I will not have completed that work in this lifetime and I'll have to come back and do it again Ooh. and it's not like I'm living a bad life I love there this was a- episode already okay <laughs> There was a rough go of it. The, the first chunk of my life, though also had love and kindness and joy and like, it was not something I would want to redo. And so I have this just crushing pressure to make sure I don't have to come back and do it again. Yeah. And that might not even be what happens, right? Maybe we just die and then poof, gone. Like that's what Ed would say, right? Then there's just nothingness, which would be great. <laughs> Oh, and. <laughs> and so if I'm stagnant or I'm I'm not living my true life or what then I'm at risk of having to come back and redo it.
1: Okay, so tell me when I say this phrase tell me what your reaction is. Carpe diem.
0: So here is an an interesting <laughs> part of life that I was just checking in with my with my bestie about today. I've lost a lot of my gusto and hope. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I believe anymore. So I don't have a lot of carpe in my DM. (laughs) Make that a t-shirt, please. (laughs) Um, So... I don't know and it's life right like some days you just you get up and you you chop wood and you carry water and then that's the day and that's okay because we need wood and we need water not everything is going to be a big epic day which is what i'm coming into recognizing and i'm really fortunate in fact the person who recommended this episode uh ta- ta- has taught me a lot where i've gone and i've lived in so many different places and i've moved a lot and i've tried a lot and i've done a lot and I've thought, like, oh, that's been such an important part of my journey to become the person th- that I am. Mm-hmm. Well, this person has lived in two zip codes their entire life, which is, like, bonkers wow. to me. Yes. it's like, and, it's, and I was just like, whoa, I just don't connect with that. And they don't connect. They're like, oh, my God, what chaotic yeah. nonsense so life different. have you been living. Uh-huh. And yet I super respect the person they are. I really admire who they've become. hmm And they didn't go through all of this stuff that I have. And so I've recognized stability and sticking Mm -hmm. can result in a beautiful life, too. So when you say stagnation or any of those things, in the past, I would have been like, that's death. Like, just kill me instead. Like, I just can't handle that. That's so
1: funny you said that because instantly in my head I'm thinking grief. That's grief. You're grieving the
0: past. I'm grieving the I (sighs) – I'm I'm being very mindful. We talk about harmony. I'm being very mindful to not let my hope and magic and wonderment die. I'm right at that point in life where it's enough too has much crushed, in your DNA, girl. I'm tired. Oh my god, that's all I kept on saying this. Past <laughs> uh, like the like my get This up episode and go. was
1: brought to you by naps. Something <laughs> we don't have.
0: I'm not a na- if I'm napping, be very worried. I'm not a napper. But I'm right at that point where I could go either way. I could become the bitter, jaded, nothing worked out in life, you try and it doesn't matter, or, um the things I used to believe didn't happen, right? Like I'm right at that growing up point where I could it sucks easily to grow fall up. In. It doesn't, it doesn't. But I could easily fall into that category yeah. and become a very unhappy person. Or I fight for holding on to wonderment and magic and the belief that I'm here to do something exceptional. Okay. But it's not coming easily right now. I'll be honest. I,
1: as much as I would love to share a story, like I really want to dissect this. (laughs) Please. Great. (laughs) Please. Because it's, it's actually like, it's a reflection of what I've been Mm -hmm. facing in many different ways, which is, You know, you look at metaphoric success. Yeah. You have it. I have it. We all in this team have it. We have it together. Metaphoric success means just a constant climb, constant improvement, some fails, some excitement, you know, and if I'm listening to this correctly, the sticking power that you're talking about is almost this uncomfortable level of complacency with this mixed in with a level of comfort and, and steadiness. Like, I think that the world operates The world operates with water. There's always a high tide and a low tide. Hmm. And I think that some of us have a low tide that are longer than others. Hmm. I think some of us have sporadic waves. Some people are just used to be banging on rocks and that's just how dysfunctional their life is. Oof. And there's some people that prefer to be in calm waters. Hmm. Water's water to me. Hmm. And I think that the situation that you're in, I don't think you'll always be that way. Like, I'm ready, and as painful as this is going to say, I'm ready for you to leave the walls of CRs. I don't want you to.
0: (laughs) I don't, you're like, fuck, are you fired? I really need that stability right now. Please don't fire me. No, 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 no.
1: (laughs) It's not even that. But like, I understand that this company provides you stability that you're looking for, Mm. but I'm never going to hold it against you if you're like, I'm ready to be. The next Ryan Seacrest,
0: bitch! I know you're going to be <laughs> successful as the next Ryan Seacrest. Do I have to frost my tips? Because I mean, <laughs> nature's like doing it on its own. But let's do it. You know, speaking of what I had, the absolute best compliment or most what, like most accurate description of of me of my whole life, where I was just like, "Holy smokes, this is someone who's getting to know me," um, and said, "Jace, you." are spectacular. When I think of you, I think the vision that comes to mind is fireworks reflected on a still lake. Ooh, oh, I like that. And That's I was another like, t-shirt. I was just like, I always said I was like, okay, but in my mind I'm like, yeah, Every so many people see the fireworks. They see the magnetism. They see the, the wit, the jokes, even if they're bad jokes, uh, the big smile and all of that, which is true, but it's not actually the core of who I am. That calm still water is who i am. Yeah. And it's the it's the fireworks and i was like that is literally the most i'm like i've never felt more seen in my life. Like <laughs> holy smokes. <laughs> yeah, i was like somebody who, understands who me. Are you? I get that. But it's it's me getting comfortable with that still water yeah. where my life has been the fireworks but it's not actually what i want. I don't want to be explosive. I don't want to be separate and away from others. Yeah. I don't want flash. I so when you talk about water like I do want that but it's not something I'm comfortable with so I'm in that space of being comfortable with where I am now while not giving up looking up to the sky I I also see that
1: element of being kind to yourself in the element of yin and yang right yeah i don't know the philosophy of yin and yang as well as i sh- as i want to um as well as i should but i think that balance is really key to a life and i think that you're the white part of the yin of the yin part the, the white part of the circle right now is just overtaking and is more dominant and sometimes the black overtakes too and 100%. i think that's
0: normal It's so interesting. I pulled an oracle card today and it was all about the harmony of the yin and yang. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's very interesting. And I have this jerk guy in my head. Every time he goes, it's pronounced Yang. And now that fucker's in my head. So right when you said that, his stupid voice is like, oh, it's pretty. And I'm like, dude, fuck, fuck you. Nobody, yeah. like, nobody wants was to wants. Like that. Was he even Asian? He was not Asian. Okay, there you go. He was kind of a cool dude. I was like, where's this guy? It's pronounced Yang. And I'm like, dude, nobody cares. Like, don't <laughs> be a dick. So right, that's what's in my head. But yeah, that sense of, of the yang, which is more active, right? Where the yin is more receptive. And you're absolutely right. And sometimes for me, action, inaction can feel like complacency. When in truth, sometimes the just being is yeah. a huge part of, of the next thing, right? And yeah. so when I talk, and I don't say balance. I think balance is a myth. I think it's bullshit. I think it causes a lot of problems for people. We can do a whole episode on that if you'd like, because I have a lot of things to say about it. So I think about harmony. Because it's yeah. it, trying to keep things like this is unrealistic we're humans, yeah harmony is this m- movement It's oh, yeah. it's constant, just like right? water. just like water, yeah, and so that harmony of being in acceptance, we talked about I'm on track, so when I start to panic, oh my God, I'm becoming complacent, I'm going to be settling for mediocrity, blah 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 blah, I'm like I'm on track. these are the goals that I set, and keeping my my open mind and open heart for What's next? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. That's, that's where I'm at.
1: Yeah. No, I I hate to cut this episode short, but I also think that this is a fantastic way to really reflect on what's the present, what's the future. Mm. And thanks for sharing that as, as deep and as confusing and as mentally stimulating as the conversation might be for you or definitely for me but everything that you shared just what I love about the show is just how every episode just puts us through a wide range of emotions.
0: Never know. You never Never know. know. And you just gave me an epiphany real quick because you're talking about the depth like still water requires depth. Shallow water is not still right. Like that when you see like that's where the deep spot is and it's dark and it's cold and like there's there's something to that. You yes. give me some things to reflect on. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> thanks for joining us on Stories, Success, and Stuff. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast channel. Follow us on your favorite social media channel at CRs of the Agency. I'm Crystal. This is Jace. And thanks for watching and listening to Stories, Success, and Stuff.